You got long boats, short boats, skinny boats, fat boats, little boats, big boats. Wood boats, row boats, tall boats, low boats, fancy boats. The Seattle Boat Show is back in person this year after going online in 2021, which means it's returned just in time to celebrate its 75th anniversary. And who better than our resident historian and boat show veteran, a guy who's always hanging out on the yard arm, Boson Felix Bunnell, to look back at the history of this Northwest institution. You know, Dave, no one ever thanks a boat show veteran for their service. I'll, no, I'll speak I from know, personal experience. You know, first of all, that music we played at the top was from the 1997 boat show or the 50th anniversary edition. It's good, you know, no knocking it, but it's nowhere near as recognizable as this. I can only give you a little bit of it. The boat show, the boat show, big Seattle boat show, and I don't know what went on after that. All right, uh, I'll give it a go. The boat show, the boat show, the big Seattle boat show. Louie might be able to sing it better than I can. The boat show, the boat show, the big Seattle boat show. Now, those are three guys <laughs> we're going to hear from, not about their singing, but about the boat show. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> That was Jack Wolf of Associated Boat Transport, George Harris, head of the Northwest Marine Trade Association, who produces the boat show, and Louis Larson, who used to run that group and who commissioned the boat show theme when the show, that the big boat show theme, when the show moved to the kingdom back in the 70s. Boating's an $8 billion industry in Washington, so the boat show, which is celebrating its 75th anniversary, it's a big deal economically and otherwise. This year's show opens today at Lumen Field Event Center in Bell Harbor Marina on the waterfront. It all goes back to 1947. Northwest Marine Trade Association Director George Harris says the very first Seattle boat show in a big tent by Lake Union grew out of an unrelated lobbying effort aimed at the state legislature. Originally, there was 11 businesses right here on North Lake Union on the Ship Canal that came together. Uh, There was a proposed tax down in Olympia that they disagreed with. So they initially came together to to, um, address that taxation issue. Uh, And then shortly after that, they had the idea of, of putting the tent um, on the ship canal, uh, Montlake, and uh, have the first ever Seattle boat show in 1947. So it's kind of like the Tea Party movement. Um, The show (laughs) moved indoors in 1948 to the Armory at what's now Seattle Center, and then in 1963 to the Coliseum, or now Climate Pledge Arena, and then in the 70s, finally, to the Kingdom, where it became one of the biggest boat shows in the country. All those locations, including Lumen Field, where it's been for more than 20 years, George Harris says one important thing hasn't changed. I like to call it the, the spirit of boating here in the Northwest. It's really intense, and I think it's more intense in this region than, than other parts of the country. The type of boating we do here, the fact that we can do it year-round uh, compared to some of the other northern latitudes, um, people really love their boats and like to be around boats. And the anniversary was a great excuse to talk about the old kingdom. That's where I worked four boat shows, I think, for Captain's Nautical Supplies back when I was in high school and really? college. Yep, yep. That's where I first started put my hands on charts and maps and things. It goes way back. To, <laughs> um, Jack Wolf went to the very first show in 1947. His companies moved all the big boats in and out of the venues over the years. Now, he told me the Kingdom was big. That's no surprise. It meant lots of room for big sailboats with really tall masts. But until the masts were set up and were just lying around on the ground, they made getting around the Kingdom pretty difficult for the people doing the setup, even though Jack Wolf tried some alternative modes of transportation inside the dome. And we're always moving those things and trying to keep them out of the way, which made it very difficult to use any kind of contraption to get around that big building. I tried bicycles and go-karts, you know, all kinds of things to try and get around. But the problem was I'd have to get off the bike, let's say, and walk 100 feet over to what's going on and then get sidetracked to something else. And uh, it was hard. That was a big building. 
it, it really was huge. Walking right out in the middle of the field, looking up into the ceiling there, it was crazy. Um, now, along with the boats, they always have workshops and other opportunities for learning about navigation or safety or whatever. But Louis Larson said one of the biggest attractions when he was running the boat show was having a diver jump from the ceiling of the Coliseum or the Kingdom into a tiny pool of water on the floor below. We used Captain America Jones, and he would dive in a pool of rattlesnakes first and then piranhas. And, of course, <laughs> nobody's ever been bit by a rattlesnake that's swimming underwater. And, but uh, it was fun to watch him dive. And uh, we had him there for the 10 days of the show. And about, I think it was the, the first Saturday night, and he dove and he was down a little too long. And he came up and uh, his chest was just ripped to shreds. And he turns to me as he's going out with the guys from Medic One, and he says, boy, that ought to bring him in tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. They had a guy dive from the roof of the kingdom into a little Yeah, pool. or the ceiling, I guess, way up there, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they started doing it at the Coliseum. You know, a diver from uh, from Acapulco, I guess. Now, Louis Larson's 97. You might remember uh, we met him last year when we talked about his work coordinating events during the 1962 Seattle World's Fair. He really was Mr. Show Business. He's seen a lot of stuff around here and made a lot of things happen over the years. One year in the late 60s, they, uh, one of the attractions was a big melting piece of ice. <laughs> Uh-huh. I, I guess you had to be there. <laughs> um, but I asked Louis Larson, why in a pandemic, in an age when so much retail has already moved online, even before that, why does a boat show remain such a popular draw? Seattle's full of dreamers. You know, everybody dreams of having a boat. And you'd get people there that would sit. And that was the beauty of the of the kingdom. They, they'd go up and they'd sit in the stands and they'd look down there. And, and you know, maybe they had a an 18-foot smoker craft, and they'd say, boy, I'd like to have that 24-foot bay liner or <laughs> Uniflight or one of those. And they'd, they'd, they'd sit there and, and think about it. And, you know, boating is really year-round in Puget Sound. And, when you, and look, like today, today is there's no wind blowing. It's not, it's not hot, but you can still go, go out in the water in, in Puget Sound. Yeah, it's it really is true. And it opens today at Lumen Fields, open through next Saturday, February 12th. We'll have a gallery of historic images at Mario Northwest, including Miss Boat Show 1959 and 1971. You can compare really? the fashion differences. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's a tradition that has fallen by the wayside for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, boats are great, but I find that what's even better is just to cultivate friends who have boats. <laughs> exactly. And will yeah. invite you on their boat because they yeah. have to do with the dry dock and the maintenance. Yes. Maybe a small kayak in the garage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, friends with boats are Kayak I've got. Very <laughs> low maintenance because it sits, <laughs> sits in the cellar all the time. And you don't need Jack Wolf to carry it in and out of a building. You can do it on your own. That's right. Felix Bunnell, all his features are at mynorthwest.com.